have your attention welcome to the hideout and thanks for reporting back this is episode 17 i'm your rebel host tyler soflo aka still crippled dude still crippled just found out my what was it scapula <laughs> you could yeah wrist bone my scapula no my scaphoid is broken yeah definitely your scapula so there's no yeah, all the way back here <laughs> yeah. there's no circulation to it therefore healing is just crap and also still got foot tendonitis to my left we have caleb yeah. Yeah. say your last name before i fuck it Juliana. <laughs> what Juliana. igloo we have caleb Iliano. <laughs> uh and uh we're gonna get down to some storytelling today um, but first, let me say my monologue before I screw it up. This is the place to come to for a new way to follow the movement. Here we'll be talking about everything and anything in the parkour and freerunning world, from content reactions to updates, interviews, reviews, advice, and more. But we do it our way, where after 17 times, I still don't memorize my own damn monologue. Uh, today's task will be about Rilla Hops. Yeah. So, um, as you know, I just remember, like, keep, like, a... Like a it's it's uh, the way I have like the settings and stuff. Yeah. It's supposed to be pretty close. So, but I'm sure you've right watched here. a lot of podcasts before. Yeah, right there. He, I think you're comfortable that way, aren't you? Yeah. Don't lie to me. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> resting on your chest. It's like having a lizard on my shoulder. <laughs> what would this lizard's name be? Mm, probably blue. Because he'd probably be a blue tongue skink. What? What is that? You know, you know your lizards, Caleb. Well, I wrote a book report on blue tongue skinks when I was in third grade. All I remember is they got a blue tongue. You know what? Fuck parkour. Let's talk about this. I don't even care anymore. I don't, I don't remember know. anything else. They just had a blue tongue. Yeah, he's called a skink. <laughs> this topic drew, drew dry for a moment. <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and play the Book of Truth. Uh, we're going to cue it um, so I can find out what questions I had written down for you because I don't remember them. <laughs> it's... It's song. <laughs> All right, Book of Truth has been opened. To that? Nope. <laughs> and you know what? The song that played at the beginning, the intro, also not copied. And I've tried already. And they're like, oh, how much would you pay for? I'll be like, X amount of money. And they never got back to me. So now it's mine. All right. Uh, yeah, episode 17, uh, Rilla Hops with Caleb. So actually, what I, what I usually do is I first want, uh, you know, my guests and whatnot to introduce themselves, you know, who you are, um, how many years you've been training, uh, all that stuff. It makes it, yeah. So you see how that like it's like this. You gotta mm -hmm. you gotta be like right. right yeah, here. you gotta yeah. yeah. There you go. You can hear the difference, right? I'll just look over here every time I talk. Yeah, there you go. Or you, you can look at the lens. <laughs> or yeah, I don't even care. You can look at the lens, or you can maybe it can go this way. There you go. There, so yeah, first that? just you know introduce yourself. Say who you are, how long you've been training, all that stuff. Where you're from. All right. Uh, I'm Caleb Iliano, from Kentucky, but I live in Orlando, and I've been training for like eleven years now, almost. 11 years, really? Yeah, I started in 2009, so yeah, I guess it would be 11 years this year. Well, before we get in, because obviously the first question always I ask is like just giving a brief origin story, <laughs> but before we get into that, you're from Kentucky, yeah. but your last name is Italian, <laughs> yeah, and you live in Orlando. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my real original last name was Miller, but I took my stepdad's last name, 
Cause it's cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fair. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you you decided to move from your hometown. Yeah. Well, when I went to college, I got recruited to UCF for cheerleading. So that's why I moved to Florida, to Orlando. Did see that? I didn't even know that about you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually excited. I'm gonna find out. New hey, Tony, you listen. Tony's in the background. <laughs> All right, fine. You know what? It's just me and Caleb. Then I'm gonna find out. New. Th no, no, too late. You don't know this information about Caleb. So now I know, and you don't. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep getting to know him. I don't know. He's the boss of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, you got okay. So you got recruited to UCF for cheerleading, and yeah. that's why you moved. Mm -hmm. And then you okay, but then you just decided to stay. Yeah, pretty much. Now, is this where your origin story starts for parkour? Why you got into it? No, well, I actually was getting into it before I moved here. Like I, I had seen it already, and yeah. I wanted to do it. So when I started parkour, because I did martial arts growing up. Hmm. So I used to just watch like cool martial arts movies and I would find like all the like indie ones all the time. Okay. On my, oh, I don't even know what it was we had back then, but it was like whatever thing you had on your TV that you could just watch movies on. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I saw district B 13. It was under like the martial arts and the indie films one time. Really? Yeah. You watched the French movie. Well, right. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So you watched it. So it was like under martial arts, indie movies. So I was like, oh, this looks cool. So I watched it. Right. And then I saw David Bell like doing all the roof jumps and stuff and so i looked him up afterwards because it was cool uh, yeah and, after and, seeing that how old are yeah, you at this point i was like 18 or 19 18 or 19 why 19 because i started when i was 19 so at 19 years old you saw david belt of course you're gonna be like so who is this motherfucker? yeah so i looked it up on youtube and i saw him like doing manpower and all that stuff and i was like that's what i'm gonna do with my life really yeah like in, in that moment you're like i want to start this yeah. after watching one movie by david bell and then well, i'm sure it was speed airman right yeah i saw speed airman and then like everything else that he had out at the time that's crazy i i can't remember who else it was that oh it was raul raul from sarasota yeah. um he also watched that video and got inspired just like you so you guys have yeah. like similar in terms of like being inspired <clears> by that guy yeah you saw his tattoos and district b13 you're like gotta do that yeah um much. that is sick and so you can't you stumbled upon that in kentucky mm -hmm. and right before i was about to move like a year or so or something like that like like three or four months before I really was that was a really brief period where you like found it out there and then you came to florida yeah i started doing it like because i was in the cheer gym so i was i started doing like some vaults on the pads and stuff of course yeah so i didn't really train yet i think i trained outside like one time before i moved here and then I okay. moved down here and I was going to UCF and I started training outside all the time. So realistically, like, you know, ba basically the whole, your whole parkour career really just blew up when you came to Florida. Technically yeah. you yeah. found out about it when you're in Kentucky, but really it's mm -hmm. all here. It's all Florida based. Yeah. Um, okay. So that, let me, well, let me see the next bullet point because I'm pretty sure it's going to transition right into, yeah, that's okay. So that's literally what, uh, we're going to transition transition into because I'm pretty sure we're going to because okay now I'm going to talk to them this guy has a dick ton of information <clears throat> about training about the body neurotransmitters recovering all these types of things I want to do another episode about that with you because I want yeah. I want this to be as like a way for people to like know who you are and listen to your story and mainly Rilla hops because that's like the big deal and then after that we're going to do like some like <laughs> legit legit podcast information where people are going to have to take notes but <laughs> just to keep it chronological for anybody that's listening or watching on youtube you're now in orlando at ucf you're cheering uh in the gym you're doing vaults whatever you're practicing <laughs> yeah. what you saw david bell do mm -hmm. and then you just immediately started doing parkour now i know from past conversations with jimmy and gareth which will be a hopefully another episode that will have nothing to do with anything i'm just gonna <laughs> they're gonna be a loose cannon i'm just gonna be like go ahead 
Uh, you won't be able to stop Jimmy from talking. He'll <laughs> just talk for like two hours straight. Dude, that's what that happened. It once. won't be relative to the podcast. He'll no, just not be at talking all. about like cats and lizards and yeah. bears. I'll have a slideshow with pictures of whatever he's talking about. I'll just put a picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, my last conversation conversation with them that lasted that long, um, uh, they talked about Zoic Nation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where does that fit with your storyline? Uh, I was never well. I never was that deep into Zoic Nation like Gareth and Jimmy. When I started, I moved to Orlando, and then I was just kind of training outside by myself. Um, I saw some of Danny's videos, and I went Danny and trained Roy. with him. Yeah, uh, that was later on though, like like three or four months later. So when I was first year, I was just training, and there was that's when like uh, I don't even remember what that meetup group was called. There was like a, a like meetup website you could get on, and I found like Florida Parkour on there. And I don't even know if you know the guys from before, like Chris Gonzalez and Graham and like Andrew Hull. You probably weren't around yet. No, not even. This yeah, is 2009? So you, yeah, so you yeah, weren't no. born yet. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, you weren't born yet for those guys. No, so dude. I met them. And then uh, I found out about this like cheer gym in Longwood that they were teaching parkour in. Okay. So I went there. And uh, that was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Cause, uh, Please uh, describe an open gym for me. Yeah. So I went there, and it was just, like, a couple of vault boxes, and people were just, like, running around crazy to, like, scream on music. <laughs> and uh, I came in, and I was cheering at the time, so, like, people were doing tricks and stuff, so I did a standing fool. And then right. Andy came up to me. He was like, yo, are you here for the tryouts? And I was like, I was like, what tryouts? <laughs> and then he was like, oh, if you don't know about it, you don't need to know about it. <laughs> like, it's this secluded, like, underground yeah. group. So I was like, all right, I guess I don't need to know about it. I guess, all right, I guess I'm going to keep doing the thing I came here for. <laughs> yeah, so I was just, like, practicing some vaults and stuff. And then, like, the next time I came in, he was like, yo, you're on Team Zoic now. And I was like, all right. And he was like, yeah, you have a standing fool. You're good. <laughs> Dude, as if Zoic, the Zoic team in like at home, they're like, okay, criteria that people, random people would have to have to get the team standing full. It was like that. <laughs> really? Was it? Oh yeah. my Lord. Dude. Cause by the way, for anybody listening, this is, you're also getting a bit of a history of Orlando parkour, really like the community and all that <laughs> since 2009 up yeah. until what well, we're going to get to current time. So you basically found this cheer gym Longwood. These guys just came up to you and they're like, whoa, standing yeah. backflip with, with a 360 twist? You're on our team now, man. Yeah, so I started. I went in the gym with them like for a couple weeks. Um, but I just wanted to train outside because yeah. I wanted to get better outside. And they weren't really going outside that much. So then I started skipping the gym and just training at night by myself outside. No way, really? On wow. campus, yeah. And then uh, I came back to the gym like one day and they're like, they're like, why haven't you been at the gym? You need to be here training. Yeah. I was like, well, I went to train outside. You and know we're supposed to be done? Yeah, I was like, I felt like training outside. Like, I was kind of getting bored in the gym. I wanted to try some stuff outside and get better. Yeah. And then Andy was like, you don't need to be doing that. You're going to get plenty of outside time <laughs> training with us. You need to stick to the gym. And then, like, uh, they have this, like, criteria of yeah. what... Well, all right, this is gym season. Yeah. Andy, oh, uh, Andy Taylor? Yeah. Okay, yeah, him. All right. So uh, after that, I was like, yeah, but I want to train outside. So I talked to, like, Chris and Graham and Andrew, and we started the actual FLPK the Florida parkour Facebook page and stuff. And Wait, like that's group. when it, that's when it started. Yeah. Because that was like the four of us and all of us just wanted to train outside more. So all of us decided we were going to get together more often and train outside and, and train on the campus more. So you did the Orlando page. Yeah. Well, we had, there was, they started Florida parkour, but then it branched off. There was like Florida parkour, Orlando, Florida parkour, Gainesville, right. Florida parkour, Jacksonville, and all the different, stuff. yeah, the different cities. And mm-hmm. there was, uh, there was, um, Raul said it each, each, there was one person that represented mm-hmm. each little community within Florida, and yeah. it was all underneath the umbrella of FLPK, yeah. right? So yeah, you guys did the Orlando? For a while. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Proceed. 
Yeah, so that's that was like the extent of my time. On, I was on Zoic for like three weeks, maybe. <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> a longer time. No. and then I just three went weeks? outside. I went outside and trained after that. And I, I, I mean, me and the Zoic guys, we clashed a lot for years because we had very different ideals on training. I can even tell from the way you're saying it. Like they're already telling you how there's like this yeah. regimen. You're like, no, dude, I just want to do jumps outside. Yeah, so we it's clashed. We clashed like the entire time that it was around. Right. We still trained together. But we just cl- we butted heads a lot, and right. then when Gareth and Jimmy came up, well, first Gareth came up, he was like fourteen, and I would At just the time, right? yeah, okay. I was like twenty two in college, and he was like fourteen, and me and yeah. Vic, Victor Perez, yes, I, I, we've we've trained with him, yeah, so we would he stayed with me for a while in my apartment oh, when okay, I was cool. in college, and we'd see like his videos popping up, right, and I was like, yeah, Gareth's getting getting pretty good, <laughs> and then out of nowhere. Yeah, one day Gareth came out to Rollins College to train with me, uh-huh. and he was committing for like all the stuff I was doing. And I was like, "Man, you need to train with me more." Right. And he was like 14 or 15 then, and from then on, he split time between like hanging out with Andy and then like sleeping on my couch all the time. <laughs> no and way. And that's how he balanced it. Yeah. Zoic came. So he trained with Zoic one day, and then Andy would be like, "Don't train with that guy. He doesn't know anything." And then he'd come <laughs> train with me, and I'd be like, "Train with me. You got to get better." <laughs> Trust me, it's pretty simple. <laughs> Which that was pretty awesome because I'd just go around because I didn't know the Winter Park spots where Gareth lived. Yeah. So it was awesome because Gareth would stay at my house and he'd be like, yeah, I rode my bike around because he was a little kid. And he'd be like, I rode my bike around Winter Park. I, f- I found some sick jumps. Right. And I'd be like, all right, take me there. And so I'd drive us there. Right. And they'd be like, yeah, I found this jump. It's probably not possible. I don't think it can be done. And I'd go up there and I'd be like, oh, it's possible. And then I'd do it right <laughs> Right, then. right, right. And then... But, like, I was a full-grown adult, so I'd do the <laughs> jump, and I'd, like, stick. They were, like, big drop frees most of the time. Right. So like, sketchy things. So right. I'd do, like, a big sketchy drop free and land it. Yeah. And then... I would do it, and Gareth would be like, oh, no, he did that jump. I need to do it. And I'd be like, well, you don't have to. You're like a little kid. Yeah. And he'd be like, no, you did it. I'm doing it. And he'd just slam into it so hard. <laughs> and he would just take me around to things he thought was impossible, yeah, and then yeah. I'd do it, and he'd just slam his body Oh, my God. It. Just full sending. That's where his full send mentality yeah. came from, running around with you, dude. Yeah. Well, then it got worse because when I was graduating college, I went away for a while. I moved back to Kentucky right. for a couple months and then went to Spain. And like oh, that's right, happened. right before that, Jimmy started. And uh, okay. so Jimmy came out when he was like 21 or something. So let me just, because I like to just kind of recap like the storyline of it all. Because yeah. so far we're still in, in about you, about, yeah. you know, this, the, the movement you've been a part of in Florida. Because I feel like for those years from like 09 to, you know, 14, 2014, there's a, yeah, 13, that would be 13. It's a huge, you know, like huge chunk of Florida was there. Yeah. So we're getting into that. But basically you attended UCF for the full four years all the way through graduation. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I guess this is for Florida. And then you went back to Kentucky. Yeah. And then you're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> now that time gap though is when you went to Spain for the first time to Vigo, mm-hmm. which is, a, I know it's a different story, but when you, I know for a fact, just to keep it brief, you went there and you're like, oh fuck. And then you came back and you're like, hey man, I need to work harder. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. I feel like that's what happens to anybody that does that in Spain. So in the time gap after Spain, you come back to Florida or Kentucky? Uh, I was back in Kentucky for like a couple months, and then I came back to Florida. Okay, so we can solidly say for four years straight in Orlando, you were up and down with Zoic mm-hmm. and training on your own, like just 
being just wanting to be an athlete yeah. and then taking Gareth under your wing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but realistically just going like, hey, you can do it. And then you just falls. Yeah. <laughs> you you got it, man. He, I mean, he got most of the jumps. It was just wild how he got them because I would get them pretty easy. Right. But and for then him, he was, was a little kid. Throwing so it. You would see him. He was like a rag doll. Like he'd just hit and his whole body would be like. <laughs> just like that's bounce. where that came from because mm-hmm. there's a the title. Ragdoll style. Right. That's where that <laughs> came from. Wow. That's really cool. You guys like yeah. nickname things that are just that are when you guys are uh, yeah. training. <laughs> But after your four years of doing that up and down with Zoic Nation and training with Gareth and stuff, and you went to Kentucky, Spain, and now you're back in Florida. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the start of Rilla Hops? Uh, I, we actually started it while I was in Spain. How does that work? How did that happen? So that's when all the teams, that's when like teams became a thing, really. Everyone yeah. was popping up teams. And I was in, I was actually, I had just left Vigo and I went to Barcelona. Okay. And I was sitting there. And I was like, all right, we got to figure out a way to make parkour a thing. You're just like, sitting in Barcelona. Yeah, I was just chilling in you, a hotel by myself. But you were you training with Born to Trace? I uh, trained with uh, Defo yeah. for like one day. And then for like a week, nobody trained with me. <laughs> again, the Vigo thing again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You just didn't know the language. You didn't know how to be like, yeah. hey, guys. Well, Vigo, I think Vigo was a lot more welcoming than Barcelona. Like, I met people the first day in Barcelona, but it was hard to get people to train with me. You're, it's two different. Yeah, Vigo, literally. I didn't meet people for a week, but then once I met them, they trained with me all day, every day. Galicia is extremely welcoming. Yeah. Their, their hospitality is awesome. But anyway, yeah. sorry. you were, yeah, you were. so I was in Barcelona, and I was thinking about how we could, like, further our possible careers as parkour athletes. Right. And the teams were popping up. So uh, this is actually the first team members were actually me gareth and jeff jeff pritchard yes i i yeah. i know plenty of him he moved down to my home yeah. town and we've trained at the gym i worked at but yes yeah, so i know him so did, yeah so jeff was you. like he was getting pretty sick he was really good for a while yeah like he was probably the most powerful and best around us for a long time when did you meet him to to have uh, him be the first original like member when did you meet him i met jeff probably like 2010 or 11 so while you were at ucf yeah may, maybe maybe 2011-ish um I met him, I think I first met him at like a Jacksonville jam and he was just like running around in a tree in tie-dye pants or something. <laughs> but then he got really, really good. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> um, part of the Orlando community. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you were in Barcelona and you were like him, me, and... Yeah, so I messaged... It was me, Gareth, and Jeff. That's the three. It. Yeah, so I messaged him. I was like, I was like, we should start a, a team. And I was like, because we all train together. We make videos together anyway. Yeah. I was like, we might as well make it a team so we can like get more notoriety from it. Because right. it seems like, like if you make videos with your friends... People will watch it, maybe. But if you watch, if you Fair. make videos with your friends and you like give it a name, then more people, like, it's more legit. So right. people watch it more. Right. No, yeah, yeah it makes so, sense. So, uh, yeah, so I did that and they were like, yeah, cool. And so I was trying to come up with team names then, but then you got to go back in time to figure out how the team name happened. Right. <laughs> so the I was sitting in Barcelona coming up with team names. And so years before we had Vic. Okay. Um, Remember when Danny made like Man in the Machine video? Yes. So, but I mean, I watched it. I don't remember. I wasn't yeah. around when right. he well, made I, it. I think it was when he was making that video. Me and uh, me and Vic were also working on videos. And we kept talking about Vic looking like a lemur all the time. Okay. And Okay. <laughs> Jesus. And then uh, do you, I don't know. You might, you probably weren't even around for this. I don't know if you ever seen the videos. Did you ever see the crazy jump 100% videos? No. So there's like some old like Russian I think videos I think they're Russian, 
Okay. And they just used to pop up all the time on YouTube, and it was just like crazy jump, 100% same title every time. Okay. <laughs> but different jump. Different videos. <laughs> but it was always crazy jump, 100%. <laughs> How would you different? You had to just use the thumbnail to know which one's different. Yeah, I don't know if they had like a dash and like another name. I can't even remember. But I just remember it was always like crazy jump, 100% something. Okay. So Vic was making his video. The crazy jump, 100% videos were coming out i just thought it was funny that they were always crazy jump 100 percent, right no right. matter what <laughs> right every so, time so i was like oh i got i got your video name lemur hops 100 <laughs> percent. Okay. and he was like nah i'm not doing that i'm not this is not happening but i thought it was awesome right right so i was yeah. like uh, so i was like all right i'm making a cool video it's called rilla hops 100 percent. rilla hops yeah okay so that happened this is before your barcelona this is like 2012 or 2013 so before you're in barcelona mm -hmm. before I, before i left orlando before you left orlando so you said you're gonna make a video called rilla hops 100 percent. why the rilla because people told me I look like a baby gorilla all the time. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. I need you to hold on. Just give me a second. I need to process this. Because you understand, every time I saw Rilla Hops, I always thought the name Rilla, the baby Rillas, the gorilla thing, came from something else entirely. Nope. I didn't know it correlated to your body. Exactly. <laughs> it did. So people looked at you and like, okay, well, Vic looks like a lemur. You know what Caleb looks like? A baby Rilla. Yeah. Gareth was a, nar a narwhal. God. What the fuck you just Jimmy's, okay. a, Jimmy's a frog That's fair You know mm -hmm. what I, I, I'm, I'm good with that one Yeah But you called it that Because of how people called you that Yeah And you made the video Yeah Oh And it was God. it was just like a play off Off crazy jump 100% I thought it was so funny So I made real hops 100% It was your version of those Yeah Oh I love it <laughs> And so we made that video And it was a sick video It was my masterpiece at the time Had the street sharks intro Yeah I had Jeff come up out of a gutter <laughs> Okay, hold on. Jeff came out of a gutter. Gareth came out of a hole on a rooftop. I fell out of a tree. That was like the intro, and it was like, Street Sharks. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. Is yeah, that cool? Go, yeah, go ahead. Okay, it's what? on my old channel The before Rilla Huffs existed. Okay, so Caleb Igloo. Yeah. <laughs> I always don't. I always keep forgetting. You can probably just type Rilla Huffs 100%. It might come up. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Oh, so you made this before wanting to make a team. Yeah, and this this video, this is probably still my masterpiece video. Oh, th that's why you have the 200, 300%. It's like the sequels to this. Yeah, they are. No shit. But a lot of people don't know about the 100%. Is this is this it? Oh, this is it. Is it yeah, is it just Real House 100%? Yeah, that's it. Hold on, let me uh That's my friend Bo. He stayed with me for a while too. He he did graffiti and stuff. Here we go, no, people. This is the origin, well, pre-origin of Real Hops. Hi, Julian. What's up? You're going to see some uh, some wild stuff in this video. Now, I have to put it in our headphones uh, because uh, it's going to play out of my speakers of my computer. We're not going to hear it. All right. All right. Here we go. Street Sharks assemble! Oh, my God. It's a masterpiece. Baby Gareth. How old is he there? About 15, maybe. No maybe way. 16. Street Sharks. Oh, no. What happened? Uh-oh. It broke. Here we go. Oh yeah, I used to wear the panda hat back then. <laughs> oh my god. Oh! There goes Jeff. Yep. What the fuck? That's dedication. Some fight scenes in the rain. We were killing it back then. This All is right. probably like my peak. So obviously I can't, uh, <laughs> chill. Because there's so many other videos I can pull up right now that, that just debunks what you said. But anyway, <laughs> I don't want to be a uh, too, too uh, 
kiss up here but obviously we can't play the whole video i'll put the link in the description of the podcast and whatnot <laughs> but that was the intro he was just talking about so that came to you in your head while you were in barcelona with a pen and just let me imagine you with a pen and pad okay i know you weren't but i want to think of it that way and you were like oh i know what to call this team I made Rilla this video. Hops. Yeah. So that's where just, it came from. I was just sitting there. I was like, man, I got to I got to have a cool name. And I was like, wait a second. Rilla Hops. <laughs> no way, dude. <laughs> I've been wanting. I've been waiting to hear the, this yeah. like for this whole time. We've been wanting to do this episode together. Mm -hmm. So in Barcelona, you came up with the name to do Rilla Hops from that video that you made with your friends, really. Mm -hmm. And then you asked Jeff and Gareth if they want to be a part of it. They said, yeah. 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 Now, Obviously, I'm going to have questions throughout the throughout the, the, the story of this because, you know, obviously, Tony and I came up in the scene way later, mm -hmm. and there was already established Florida videos from you guys, so we've always just watched them but never known who you guys are, so we just <laughs> came to our assumptions and stuff like that. Because um, that's what happens when you just leave email. <laughs> Why does my email pop up by itself all the time? Why does Apple... No, because you worked at Apple. You worked at Apple. I hope the microphone didn't pick that up. Uh, so, you know, because like when you watch parkour videos of other athletes, like say, for example, you spend a lot of time watching Guff, mm -hmm. you don't really know who they are because all you see them is move. You yeah. don't see them talk or anything, interact. So that's what happened with us with Rilla Hops. <clears throat> Just, you know, a couple, you know, idiot kids back in South Florida. <laughs> We're like, damn, these guys are nuts. Um, yeah. So what I was going to ask was when it is, when was it after you made the decision that it was the three of you, when was it after you came back from Barcelona and you returned to Orlando mm -hmm. that it was more than you guys so while i was gone jimmy had been training with gareth that's like jimmy started like a couple weeks before i left orlando don't don't i, I want him and gareth to be here to tell me how they found him <laughs> just I, <laughs> right. I want them to well, say he, yeah he started like right before i left so when i left okay. gareth and jimmy were training together okay and gareth was just like taking around being like jimmy get good at jumps and stuff look at this do this yeah, front flip. he just made him do stuff all the time uh so i came back and gareth and jimmy got became close friends uh, at the time, I was dating Nikki. Gareth was dating yeah. Lorena at the time. Yeah. They both started, like, Nikki started training with me in Kentucky. Lorena started training with Gareth down here. And then when I came down here, oh, we God. were all, like, just filming stuff. And then we were like, well, let's add Jimmy to the team because him and Gareth are, like, best friends now. And he's right. sick. You can just tell him to do anything, and he just does it. So right, yeah. put him on the team. Right. And then the girls were there, so we were like, yeah, they're training with us all the time. So put them on the team. Like, it's just all our friends. And then, boom, that's when Girls to Men yeah. happened. Yeah, and that was that the video. smack video. Yeah. That was the first video of the channel, right? I think so, yeah. And that's when it's – that was, like, the smack, like, <laughs> debut of Rilla Hops. Yeah. So that's how you guys assembled, like, Power Rangers. And <laughs> yeah. then you were like, okay, now you know what will really get people's attention? <clears throat> chicks doing parkour yeah that ain't happens. that right marcia <laughs> all right cool anyway <laughs> anyway so um yeah that that is that was it was i'm just gonna recap for everybody else listening it was you gareth mm -hmm. lorena nikki jimmy that's mm -hmm. it was just five of you kicking ass uh, yeah we had jeff for a while but then he left he but he when did he start going to school at usf uh, i don't even remember i think he was in school already we he split uh not just from school like there was some other stuff but yeah he ended up going to school and like getting a job and stuff so yeah no i remember that i know the job he took because I, I he would tell me about it when he moved down to pepper pines but yeah. that's a different topic um and that's when you guys made girls men now like obviously when i watched that i'm like okay th when it happened years ago that was like yeah. like chicks doing like laches and <laughs> pre's and stuff like that and you guys' cold opens with the bales is always like an eye catcher stuff like that was there yeah. any type of like you know like was that on purpose or did that just come about? I know the idea of the video is probably on purpose, right? 
the the girls to men video for like or to, the like falling is living video. No, that's, that, the one, that's, that's the one with the bales. That's coming next. Yeah. First, the girls to men. Yeah. The girls to men was just because they were training there. Yeah. I, I always just got crazy ideas in my head. Like, things would just pop in my head. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought about the Mulan song one day, and I was like, this should be a video. <laughs> <laughs> and I this was like, whole song. And I was like, also they. They, at the time, there weren't that many girls doing hard jumps and stuff. And that's I was like, right. all right, we got two two girls doing hard jumps. Put in the Mulan song. That's a banger. There you go. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, obviously, I don't – I've only met Lorena once, mm -hmm. and I've never met Nikki, so I don't know their dynamic. I don't know their personality. What was it that about parkour that, like, drew them in, that they wanted to do what the guys were doing? Lorena, I think, started because she just wanted to film it because Lorena was in film school. That's right. She has so her, she went yeah. to Zoic to film it, and then she met Gareth and started training. Wow, just like that. Yeah. Well, that's probably a different story he can tell, but. Yeah, and then Nikki, honestly, I'm not even sure anymore. <laughs> like, I've lost track. Yeah, whenever, we, whenever I met her, she said that she was, like, really into it. Yeah. But then later on, she said she just started it to try to impress me. Uh, so then I, I don't now, know now I, now it's doing this yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if she ever actually like liked it that much but but i don't know the it's a question for her yeah probably. <laughs> hey i bring you back from the dead real quick Can we talk no but the videos before when she's in them i can tell she had a cheer background right she did cheer before yeah so that's probably that was her background just like it was yours that's how we met at a cheer gym okay because when i was in kentucky i had some friends that did parkour and one guy had a key to a cheer gym and i would just like go in there and do some trick and stuff and the, yeah and i used to i stunted a bunch too because i stunted for ucf like in cheerleading we have the stunts that we throw around and right. i also did uh, all-star cheer before that oh shit so i was pretty decent at stunting and when i went there there was like a group of people doing stunts and yeah. she was there doing it and she was one of the people i stunted with so and that's probably also you know having that athletic background can draw you into something like parkour like how it did for you and then yeah. you guys boom came together and started making videos now obviously you know i'm trying to find a some just like small intricacies of the story before we get into the big thing that blew you guys the fuck up, which was falling <laughs> is living. Yeah. Um, the, I want to say like the dynamic between you guys as a team for filming <clears throat> when it was going down, right. When you came back from Orlando, like the, the start of real hops just began. Yeah. Do you guys just, you guys like, all right, we're training on Friday. We just go out and film and you just accumulate clips until a video was complete. Yeah. We would just accumulate footage. I mean, we trained almost every single day for the most part. And I would, right. wow. I mean, I was always just getting ideas in my head. Like yeah. Like the just move on thing. Yeah. Things would just pop in my head. I was like falling, it was like falling as living popped in my head or 300% and 200%. All that stuff would just pop in my head. And I'd be like, all right, this is a video we're doing guys. Right. Right. And right. then we'd just go out and we'd just film stuff and I'd just accumulate that footage and make stuff. And everyone's like, Lorena would make some videos too. And Gareth made some too. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. Cause not every single edit is yours. No, some of them are Gareth. Some of them are Lorena. It, and like, how did that work? You guys, you guys were just like, yeah, everyone just did their own. Like if I wanted to do a project, I would do it. And then if Lorena wanted to do a project, we'd work on her projects. Like we all just kind of, you just change. You yeah. like you, you trade it off kind of Yeah. like, Oh, you want Okay. So we'll just work on yours. And then when you're yeah. done somebody, yeah. Okay, cool. That makes sometimes sense. Sometimes we were doing multiple at the same time. But we'd be right. like, this fits this project better, and this fits this project better. Would that cause any tension to be like, no, screw you, my video needs to be done first? No, not usually. Yeah, that, that usually how it works out with parkour. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one's like, yeah. Um, and then the – because there's different video ideas that you guys have on that channel. Mm -hmm. Was there any, like, big team goals that you guys had at the, mm. at the time? Not really. We were just trying to be a legit team. You just wanted to be dope, yeah. uh, just a dope team, kind of yeah. like aspiring like God and, and all maybe, them. Maybe get like sponsorships or something one day. Like that's, right. that was the goal. But there was no like other goals around it. Just that. Not okay. Really, yeah. <clears throat> so then that's where, where did falling is living come about? Uh, well, we had 
Falling was living. We had already been training for like I had been training for like five years by then, or four or five years. Right. Um, Gareth had been training about the same. Mm-hmm. We got five years worth of bales from Jimmy his first six months. So <laughs> <laughs> we got. A <laughs> Dude, he. Okay, look, <laughs> that's the thing I wanted to bring up. This is pre. This is really early Rilla Hops. This is when you guys first got together. I found a video of Jimmy chilling at a table drinking a smoothie. <laughs> his right? interview. Right? His little interview. I, I saw that, and I was like, oh, so this is what they're about. Yeah. He was, he was talking about his job at Little Caesars, right? And Lorena goes, Lorena goes, Jimmy, how about you show us how smart you are? He goes, well... I drank this whole smoothie and only got two brain freezes. That was <laughs> that was his proof that he's not stupid. I was like, this is hilarious. I, I like when she asked him, Jimmy, what would you be doing if you weren't doing parkour? And he was like, probably go to college. And she was like, wait, parkour stopping you from going to college? And he was like, no. <laughs> Dude, how well, – how, I, I don't even know how old he is now. He was like 22. He's 29, I think, right now. Dude, 20, he just, or he's about to turn 29, I think. His he, He's like so more like just – just doesn't give a shit and that's why he sent so many things and that's yeah. why you probably accumulated so many bales yeah i mean his first his first six months were crazy because his mental game the first day was like ridiculous so oh, he, would, yeah. he just came out like i remember the first day i trained with him there was like a drop rail pre that mm-hmm. gareth wanted to do that i had done before and so gareth did it and then he was like jimmy do that rail pre and jimmy was wearing like the i think they were nikes with like the red bottoms that oh, he had God. On. Yeah. and he was like how do i do it and gareth was like just jump to it and he was like just jump to it and he was like yeah so he just jumped and bounced off his heels and hit his butt and he was like i made it <laughs> dude what so that fuck? was that was like his first six months was just gareth telling him to do stuff and him doing it and, just, and not even questioning it yeah he, i mean you could just tell jimmy to do stuff especially front flips because he was so good at them when he first started training, I would just find ridiculous front flips, and I'd be like, "Jimmy, you should front this." And he'd, and he'd just be do like, it. "He'd be like, all right," and I'd be like, "All right, uh, let me know when you're warmed up and ready." And he'd be like, "I'm ready." <laughs> wait, what? I don't even <laughs> yeah. have a camera ready. Yeah, that's how it always was. I'd be like, "Wait, wait, wait! I gotta get my camera." And he'd be like, oh, "You're taking too long." Oh my god! He'd be like, "I'm ready to go right now. I don't want to wait for the camera." <laughs> He's still like that now. He is He'll when just... he when he did the rail kong at the at USF. Yeah, he he won't wait for anyone. He'll just take off. He'll just do it because his mind's just like doing. He was now. he was actually being nice to you guys when he, when you guys wanted to film him. He was, yeah, on the way back, <laughs> on the way back from the rail spot, he was like, "Yeah, I wasn't gonna let him catch me. I was just gonna do it all, but I felt like being nice, so I let him get a couple clips of me." <laughs> oh, 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 God. Dude, he wouldn't. I was trying to film him doing the stride over the USF t- fountain. Uh-huh. Dude, he w- he was like, "You ready? I'm gonna go." I'm gonna, I'll, dude, I haven't even hit record yet, but that's you know that's him. That's him. But because of his like super early game mentality, of just sending stuff and pretty much just doing whatever Gareth said utilizing that plus your guys' training experience, you accumulate a lot of bales, and then yeah. from there, your brain was like, I got an idea. Yeah, well, they are also kind of inspired by Store and Farang at that time because Store yeah. had the, uh, what was that one? Life Goes On video. Mm. So that was good. I remember and that then one. And Farang had the All Good video. Yep, remember, I have the shirt still. So those came out, and I was like, those are cool videos. I want to do something similar. So then I made the Falling is Living video. Those those two types of videos inspired the Falling is Living. Yeah. Now, when you created the Falling is Living idea and you guys went out and started filming for it, you had zero intentions for it to do what it did, right? You just no, wanted to make a video. We were just making videos like we always did, and then it just got like millions of views. Now, here's the thing, though. <clears throat> the biggest catch to it is the thumbnail, and yeah. everyone knows it. And... uh. I'll just put the image there because it's hard to zoom it in on the on the monitor, but it's Jimmy's knee mm-hmm. split wide open. Yeah. <laughs> now, when people see that, 
parkour athlete or just regular person, they're just going to be like, well, now I have to watch this because <laughs> yeah. I need to know what went down. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was at the time. Remember when those the, those those fail compilations, that was such a huge deal? Yeah, they were. Fail Army and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was like a little key factor in it. Like you guys hit like this yeah. untapped tar- uh, market by accident. Mm-hmm. And so um, when you guys were going out, before we get into the publishing, when you guys were going out to film... The idea was just to get the best jumps possible for you guys? No, it was to get Jimmy's knee split open. <laughs> we we went out. That was an idea. What, really? No. I'm just oh, kidding. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got me first. I was like, wait, what, really? On purpose? No, we were just trying to get cool clips and make videos like we always did. Now, and then yeah. that just happened in the process. Now, the beginning of the video is just straight compilation, raw audio of everyone bailing on the team. <laughs> yeah. How, what, what was the time gap of filming for to, to accumulate that many bails? Those bales didn't happen that year. Most of those bales were like from the beginning of training for everyone. So okay. it was like that was like five years of accumulation for most of us. No way! Wow. So okay. like all the bales of me in there started in like 2009 to that time to when you started. And yeah. Gareth the same. And then like the girls had only recently been training, so theirs were recent. And then Jimmy had a bunch in like his first six months because so of his mentality. Yeah. yeah. And so you utilize all those clips, and you're like, "This is the intro." Yeah. Because that was your idea already. Yeah. And then the rest of it was just wanting to get your guys' best challenges. Yeah, so we were just trying to get cool clips. I fucking love that song. <laughs> Tony and I used that song yeah, to work out. That was a sick song. Oh, I love it so much, dude. I, it yeah. still gets me hype. When yeah. I hear it, I'm like, dude, fuck you. It's here. a good song. It is. And so when it was published and it just went, Foom, t- walk me through when you saw the millions racking in. What, were your, what was your reaction? What was your feeling towards the team, future stuff? I we were just, we just saw them like growing and we're just like why is this video getting so many views? yeah like what's happening right <laughs> like here? it's getting so many views for no reason <laughs> what does it have like 23 million right now uh it i don't even remember what it had it, had, it got taken down recently actually what yeah they uh-uh, they on. got flagged for being inappropriate because of jimmy's knee yeah i guess or because of the bales they're they're like yeah this is inappropriate you're showing people like getting hurt uh, yeah I, I mean i told them that <laughs> that was my response <laughs> To, to told, YouTube, I, I told them they were bitches. To YouTube, you just like just this huge email I from did, YouTube going, "Hey, this is inappropriate." Like you guys are bitches. I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I told. Hey them. YouTube, hey you're bitches. <laughs> because they they sent us a thing and they were like, "You can uh, like what was like when you fight against it, I forgot what it's called. Oh yeah, you can like appeal it or something." So I appealed it, and there I was like, "No one even really got hurt in this. Like this is." And this is like yeah. pretty minor for other stuff that's on YouTube. That's not that big of a deal. It's supposed to be somewhere. It should have been one of the first videos, like the second or third video. It should have been about like right here somewhere, maybe up here. Okay. Well, the last time I saw "Falling Is Living," you need to re-upload it or something. Yeah. Oh, I might need to. It was like 23 million views, which at the time is unheard of for a parkour team. Okay, and that like just poof, your name, and I know. From there, that's when you guys started making your own merch, right? Yeah, we did. I think we, well, I think we might have started. We had like two shirts before that, right? Um, but they weren't really that popular. And but that then, was because of the aspiration of wanting to have a parkour team and all. Yeah, yeah, and then we made that, and we the thing that blew it up was we made the falling is living shirt with it, which was the upside down stick figure. Yes, I love falling it. I love, I love that, <laughs> that one, dude. Awesome. Falling is living. Jeff yeah. had one. And I saw it, and I was like, man, I wish I had one. Yeah. So that the combination blew it up pretty big. So that was nice. Yeah, that is so <laughs> awesome. And so were you guys? wanting to maintain because at this point of the real hop story this is where everything just you know and so were you guys trying to maintain the momentum yeah we were aiming to 
like do something similar to like how store is done how they've like grown so big and have their clothing company and like yep. all the stuff that they have going on so we were aiming for a route like that okay so we tried to keep it going keep getting more merchandise and putting out more stuff so that's what the that's what these i've seen this one this one's when he puts <laughs> the his, oh my god, that yeah. was horrid. I, I even created, I'm like, ugh. That's a good tutorial. It, yeah, it's, it's very informative. Yeah. It's painless. <laughs> this motherfucker's crazy. That's, this is just Jeff doing a bunch of die rolls and dive kongs. <laughs> it's insane. Um, and so these videos were you guys continuing that team path. Mm -hmm. And it was the same. It's still the five of you at the, at the time, right? Yeah. The, you guys we, are the we, cord members? Yeah, we added, like, we added a few people. Uh, like Daniel Ortiz, I don't know if you ever met him. He's a rapper now. Uh, no, but I've seen image. I've seen images. Yeah. So he was on there. We had a Vic at some point. Um, Vic, yeah. Yeah. He quit and came back and quit and came back like two or three times. Fair. Um, yeah. So we added a couple people, but for the most part, for the most part, it was always like me, Gareth, Jimmy, um, and Lorena are probably like the main people who have always been on it. Yeah. And apart from falling is living, the other videos that would I would say s were popular just underneath it are your 200, 300% videos, yeah. which now I just found out is a <laughs> sequel to the that thing I just saw. Yeah, it's all a sequel to me just making jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. And always. Uh, Everything in Real Hub started as just a joke. As a joke, and then it got serious. Yeah. Is that why uh, fucking Jimmy's wearing that frog hat at the on the 300%? Well, Something that, like that okay, that's just me also coming up with ridiculous ideas. I remember actually coming up with the idea for Real Hub's 300%, and I was sitting right. in my room, and... I just sent a group chat and I was like, Hey guys, I was like, I'm ordering a frog suit. I'm getting a piece of, I'm taking this bamboo stick and we're going to throw Jimmy off a bridge. And that's going to be the opening to a video. And just like that. Yeah. I just texted him. I was like, I was like, I got, I got an awesome idea for a video. And I was like, this is how we're going to start it. Put Jimmy on a bamboo stick, dress him in a frog suit. And he'll, <laughs> and he'll be like, <laughs> he's going to be like, what, what are we doing? And we're going to be like, you know what it is. We're going to throw him Get off. Get on the stick. Yeah. We're going to throw him yeah. off a bridge. That's and, so and awesome. And they were like, what? And then Jimmy was like, guys, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, too bad. I thought and, of it. And you're I, was doing like, it. I was like, Jimmy, we're throwing you off a bridge. And he was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it only took one <laughs> one attempt to convince yeah. him. And then we uh, we went out there and threw him off a bridge. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. The funny thing is I ordered I ordered the frog suit. <laughs> I bought it online, ordered it. And, and, just, and when it was coming in, I was, I was like, guys, the frog suit's on the way. We're going to throw Jimmy off a bridge soon. <laughs> like and all then, hyped. Yeah, and then it came in. And I was like, I got the frog suit. And I was like, all right, we're going out to throw Jimmy off a bridge today. <laughs> yeah, and, but it only, it only used the hat, though. No, he had the gloves on too. We well, had the gloves, but it's not like a full suit. It's a hat with, <laughs> and, and then there's frog fingers that he had on, and that's the frog suit. We still have it at the house. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That was the frog suit. Yeah, oh, it was just a frog so hat and frog fingers that he was wearing. And that's be, that's why. But that was from the fact that he was called like a frog. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we joked. It wasn't because we were calling him a frog. I mean, we joked that he looks like a frog. Yeah, but it just popped in my head. I was like. He's, Let's dress him as a frog. He needs to be a frog, a and we need it. He needs to do it. Yeah, and uh, and so now we're we're in the, you know, story of your guys' just team success, really. Because if you look at the views, that's some successful YouTube views right there. Yeah. And you guys were doing, honestly, several different types. You guys were doing several different types of ideas. Mm -hmm. Now I understand. This is just your mind doing its work. Yes, yeah, most of it's just me coming up with crazy ideas. Weird idea, the tights thing yeah. as well. Yeah. If you guys have seen that, probably should. Also, probably my best video ever. <laughs> the intro. <laughs> sketchy Tacky, all yeah, these things. Sketchy Tacky was actually Lorena's idea. Oh, really? She really wanted to make that video. 
Yeah, what, the, where this is, these are videos from five years ago. So this is yeah. where we're at in the real hops journey. Uh, the Bail Safely video, I've seen that twice. Mm -hmm. um, that's super informative. Uh, and then I, I loved, I, I remember I would specifically go to your channel to watch the raw clips ones. Yeah. The, what, what, I always what love you? putting out the raw clips. Uh, well, we had, we had a couple. We had like uh, raw doing, hops is what they're called. Yeah, raw hops. And then we had the doing things we can't. That one Which I loved. That, that series actually started on my channel before Real Hops. I, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Because that's what you pride on. It's it was just literally just, yeah, It yeah. was just me jumping at things I couldn't make for years. Until you did, yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening um, that know Real Hops knows this. Then there's this asshole right here. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. The intro to this is fantastic. If it doesn't encompass <laughs> his personality anymore, I don't know what else would. But he front half pre's the Tampa Stride. <laughs> if you've never been to the Tampa Stride... Don't talk. Go to it, then watch this video, and then cream your pants, dude. I like how I forgot why he front halved it. <laughs> uh, can you tell them why he front halved it? Yeah, you, that was with you guys last week, wasn't it? Yeah, you told when us. Was, can you? Yeah. yeah, tell the. So he front. They were trying to. I think Gareth was trying to get him to like either front or side pre it. And right. He was like, I can't see. <laughs> and Gareth was like, it's, it's easy, just side flip. You can see the whole time he was like, I can't see you doing these because he does like a he has like a weird side flip. Yeah, he I've did, seen it. He just looks like you frisbee him through the air. Yep. Um, so he was looking at it. He was like, yeah, I can't, I can't see where I'm going. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to front half it because I can just look at it the whole time. <laughs> He's like, if I front half it, Something I can... way harder. Yeah, it was way harder. Way and he harder. was like, this will be easier because I can, I can look at it the entire time. Oh, my God. And this is – you know what's crazy, too? This is the type of dynamic. This is the type of team members you had. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jimmy started blowing up uh, in the team because of the competitions he was going at. For example, the yeah, Beast he, Coast he one. Yeah, the competitions, yeah. Yeah, and that was helping your guys' team name even more so. Yeah, the Beast Coast one was awesome because he won it, and, they were, and everyone there was like, yeah, I didn't think you were going to win that. We had, like – Johan and Mishir, you shouldn't have won that. <laughs> but he won. But he won it anyway because yeah, he's, he's a too, nut job. Yeah, he's too good. Which, speaking of him, by the way, to backtrack to Falling is Living, I almost forgot the knee. Obviously, the oh, thumbnail, yeah, yeah. the biggest thing. How about we tell that story as to why that happened, where it was? Uh, so that was, uh, have you been to the Death Fortress in Jacksonville? No, but I've seen videos and I always wondered where the frack it was. Yeah, so everyone always thinks that that knee slice was, there's a clip right before it in the video. The Gainesville yeah. concrete, the Flint concrete. Yeah, that actually, nothing happened on that. Right, what he just I, bounced it. He yeah. just bounced it. But you guys really tricked it. Yeah. yeah, that was good. So what actually happened is he did, and successfully, he did a stride cat at the the Death Fortress. He just did a stride to cat. Okay. Or it might have been a plow cat, but whatever. He landed at a cat, uh, and his feet slid down a little bit. Um, and the Death Fortress has like spiky rocks that stick out of the wall, which is why. It's so called when Death he Fortress. slid down, one of those rocks like slit his patella tendon. Uh, yeah, his tendon. Yeah, so he didn't actually bail. He did the cat, and he, his feet slid down, and the rock went into his tendon and sliced it. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, I did not know that. Yeah, and then he was he was out for like six months, letting his tendon heal. Oh, and, and then he came back and only jumped on the other leg for a while. <laughs> dude oh i did not know i thought it was just like a i thought it was just like a skin gash yeah. i got deep i didn't know it was actually the tendon yeah, too. Cut his tendon. and i what video is it that you see the clip of jeff taping it for him i think it was well there's a piece of that in falling is living yeah but the actual raw that, clip it's probably like the falling is living raw hops or something. yeah that one yeah. okay if you guys watch that you'll see jeff just like really trying to help jimmy yeah. and then and jimmy's worried his kneecap's gonna fall out that was funny yeah and all <laughs> but dude his reaction to that his reaction to his knee being look at the thumbnail for falling is living so you know what we're talking about his he was like ah ah dude it hurts normally a normal person <laughs> would be like fuck me <laughs> but jimmy was like ah dude my kneecap <laughs> he was so worried his kneecap was gonna come out oh my god which is not the only time that's happened one time he shinned himself 
So we, we went to a playground next to his old apartment. And yeah. you know those like spinny Christmas tree things? It's like a, a little spinny thing. And it's got like ropes that go up like this. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And there's like a hole for kids to climb in. Yep. So it was nighttime and it was raining. Oh, this is a great and combination. We were, we were spinning it. And we were like, Jimmy, try to running pre this. And he tried to running pre it. Landed perfectly. But it was spinning and wet. So he slipped off, hit his shin on a screw, and it ripped it out. And so it slid his shin open, and we went back to his apartment, and he had like a little fatty tissue sticking out of his shin, so his shin's like here, oh. like there's a shin, and he had a little fatty tissue sticking out oh. where it was ripped open, and oh. he was panicking so hard, and so me and Gareth were like spraying alcohol in, in there, we were like, just just don't look, and we were spraying alcohol, and then we were oh. taping it up, and he was like, guys, there's, there's a little fin sticking out. <laughs> And me and Gareth, we're like, don't worry, man. It's just your tendon. We're like, we're like, we'll, we'll tape it together. It'll heal. You just have a fence taken out. Then you just got to shave it off after it heals. He was like, no, I don't want that. Oh, my like, God. And he was like, you got to stick it back in. And he was trying to push it back in there. Oh. And he was like, I don't want my tendon sticking out. I don't want to shave it down. And he was like, he was just trying to stuff it back into his shin. Oh, And my he was like, God. all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stuff it in there. And then you guys tape it up. So we taped it up. And he was, he was so stressed out and so upset. Oh so then me and Gareth God. left him. And when we were leaving, <laughs> when we were leaving, we we're like, "You're good. Just leave it taped up." And we we're like, "If if your uh, if your tendon's still sticking out once it heals, you can just shave it off the top." And he was like, "No." And he just sitting there looking at that. us. And on the way out, Gareth was like, "As soon as we leave, you're gonna rip that off and go to the hospital, aren't you?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so you know went, me well. So he went to the doctor and they they stitched it up. And oh, they're like, dude. yeah, that's not a tendon sticking out. It's just fatty tissue. Oh, <laughs> so they just my. like, I think they just snipped it off or something. They cut off the fatty tissue and stitched them up. Ah. <sighs> This but he stressed if he like gets cut open, he stresses out really hard. Well, that's that's his, you know, maybe that's his, you know, that's yeah. his weakness. There but it's with, always about like his kneecap falling out or like right. his tendon sticking out and oh becoming my, a something fin. just spilling out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is the dynamic you guys carried for years. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, the image that falling is living gave was just like these guys are nuts. They just send stuff. Yeah. Like, what was your what's your response to that? Yeah, that's not really how. It, I mean, especially me, I'm super calculated. I don't send stuff. Very at all. calculated. I, I take my time on everything. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, Jimmy a little bit, but he's just, I mean, people think that he's like super risky and dangerous, but he's actually not as nah. risky as people think. No, nah. he just, he's ridiculously confident. Like he looks at stuff like uh, we used to go to train and we'd find jumps and I'd look at it and go, I don't think I can make this. And then mm -hmm. Jimmy be like, what are you talking about? I can clear it first try. And like, that's just how confident he was in his skills all the time. Right. And I mean, most of the time, most of the time he just sticks everything perfect first try. Jimmy, yeah, yeah, I've like, seen, I've seen that. Like ninety percent of the time, he probably hits, he hits everything perfect first try. Yeah, no matter how like ridiculous it is, and just because he's so confident, every once in a while he does something like so crazy that he has like a crazy, like shin basher or something. Um, right, right. But it's not like that common. Like most of the time, he's actually really controlled, probably more controlled than everyone else. There was like a stigma for a long time around the team where they'd be like, yeah, Gareth and Jimmy are just like crazy and throw themselves and they have yeah, no control but caleb can stick stuff that's what i meant and, yeah i was referring yeah, to that and all the time i'd be like actually it usually takes me more tries like gareth and jimmy usually stick stuff almost first, first try, try yeah and it actually takes me more times than them but everyone thinks i have more control <laughs> because because you have you don't have as many bails as them it's just yeah. because of that sending mentality that they do have it might happen yeah but realistically they actually they are calculated it's just that they send yeah. it sooner and sometimes if you yeah, send it sooner you can fall yeah this is like sometimes sometimes they do stuff that they actually couldn't do and or they just like mess up but it's actually not that often and the falling is living video didn't help with like the shin cut and everything because everyone, right. everyone was like all oh, these bails happened within like two weeks and right, but was, it like that was the thing too i was like these bails are accumulated over 10 years and 
almost all of them, nobody even got hurt on them. Like nobody really? got hurt in They're any just of the bales. bales. They're yeah. not injuries. They're yeah. bales. All the bales. I don't think there's a single bale that someone got hurt on in that video. Right. The only things people got hurt on were the cat, which wasn't a bale. It was just a spike sticking out of the wall. And then Gareth was on crutches at that point, but he didn't do that doing parkour. Right. That was outside of parkour that he got hurt. So right. actually all like that wrist. Yeah. All that stuff didn't happen in parkour. So they're not like nearly it, as risky as people think they are. It's just because of, due to movie magic, people can come up to those assumptions. Yeah. Like for example, Tony and I came to the assumption. We were like, these guys are fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But that's just the nature of videos. Yeah. But that was your, all you were trying to do is just flesh out an idea you had. Yeah. Uh, and then before I move on to, you know, getting up to present time, uh, one thing, where did the, you think baby reels are going to be safe come from? That's your guys' motto at the beginning of every video. Yeah. So that, that was gung, girl. More, more plays on jokes. So we had, uh, I don't know if you know, Andrew Obenreiter. He runs like move, okay. you know, move mag. Oh yeah. So he runs that now. Love it. Yeah. So back in the day, he had a, <laughs> a team called uh, Team Sanju. Okay. Now uh, I definitely don't know that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a long time ago. So we were all like part of that for a little while, or at least I was and Vic was. Um, those are pretty weird. So they came down, like all of Sanju came down. It was like Dylan Baker, uh, D Boy Bardol, me, Vic. Who else was even on there? I think Max was here. Team, what was it called? Team what? Team Sanju. Sanju, what year? Can I so we can uh, reference this? Two thousand, probably eleven or twelve. So before Rilla. Yeah, before Rilla hops. Okay, so you guys come down. Yeah, so there's just a bunch of people here. People that are like, that were pretty big names now. A lot of people that are big names or that were big names for a while were on Sanju first. Okay. And then they moved to like WFPF or something else. Right. Okay. Like even Dylan Baker, I think, was on it with us. Okay. Um, and he was down here. So they brought the whole team down, and we actually ended up staying. So Andrew's cousin is, I think I think it was NSYNC that he was one of those guys. So we stayed. Whoa, one of the guys' cousins is from NSYNC? Yeah, so we stayed in his mansion the whole time. We slept in the basement of this of one of the guys from NSYNC's mansion. Excuse me? Yeah, so we all, he was like, yeah, I got this place we can stay. We're all going to hang out as a team. And it was at one of the NSYNC guys' mansions. I forgot which one it is. Oh, it doesn't matter. The fucking yeah. <laughs> so, so we just stayed in his mansion the whole time. Oh, my God. Living it up, huh? Yeah. So that, and it was just crazy. And everyone was like, like, Andrew was like taking all the alcohols off the wall because he had like, like go to like your second story of this house mm -hmm. from the floor to the roof in the basement was just like a million styles of alcohol. It oh was my like a, it God. was like a whole room of it. And then you had like a movie theater and like a, a recording studio. Oh man. Yeah. So they like had all kinds of stuff. So they were just like mixing all kinds of stuff and like throwing corks in the living or in the basement living room. Right. And it's doing all kinds of stuff. And they were just being crazy and crazy free runner part, the whole yeah. time. And the whole time, Andrew, well, I think Andrew started it, but then everyone would just go around and they were like, you thought Florida was going to be safe? And like, no so like way. every time we did something sketchy, they're like, you thought Florida was going to be safe? And that was like the motto for that. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then later on, we, like when we were making the real hops, I was like, well, <laughs> the real hops intro came from a video that wasn't planned. It was a video that I made with Gareth. It's probably one of the most ridiculous videos ever. And in the intro, I sit there like a baby, like a baby gorilla. And I'm like, you thought baby gorillas are going to be safe. And then Gareth tackles me. And then we made like this weird video. I think I've seen that. Yeah. So when we made the intro, I was like, Oh, go back and find that video. Take the audio out. And that's going to be the intro. And that's what you use now for every intro for every intro. Yeah. And obviously to capitalize more on the Rilla theme, you <laughs> yeah. made a cartoon gorilla. Yeah. And recently you've redone the image. You added a bamboo yeah. stick and all that stuff. You made it, some scars. That's super cool. Yeah, I think, I think the scars are actually like, like Jimmy's knee. Like there's a scar there for his knee. 
And I think there's one on the eye because he flipped into a bush and like smushed his eye up. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so and then with the bamboo sticks because we did the partner bamboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, and you did the yeah that whole video with just yeah. sticks. That must have been sketchy. Yeah. Well, luckily we just threw Jimmy the whole time. <laughs> and he was okay with it. Yeah. We luck- signed an agreement. Luckily, I didn't have to get thrown because I'm too heavy. But Jimmy was like 120 pounds, so we just threw him. Yeah, dude, he's a freaking squirrel. He's a flying squirrel. Yeah. And he'll just, like, whatever you tell him to do, he'll just do it. Right. So. <laughs> wow. So those are all the little, like, backstories behind everything that makes yeah. Rilla and what has made these videos that we're looking at right now, or the thumbnails at least. Yeah. Um, the ragdoll style, now that makes sense. That, mm-hmm. that refers back to when Garrett first started. Yeah. So all, it, it's funny because basically what, I, what I'm seeing is, like, you guys encompass a lot of the inside jokes that were carried mm-hmm. around Orlando. Now, here's the bigger question I want to say is, was, because... You know, Zoic Nation was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was told that there was hundreds of people <clears throat> at open gyms that Andy was hosting. There and, was. But you were kind of separate of those people because yeah, we separate. the philosophies behind those folks and you were vastly different. Mm-hmm. Now, something tells me that if I was involved, I'd be with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Likely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. But And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's fine. Everyone's going to have their different, like, ways of training and, and thinking about it and what how it makes it, like, how it applies to their life and, and whatnot. But... You were kind of separate of that. Now, were you feeling that when Rilla Hops was getting its success, and you know, we're talking this era of Rilla Hops right now, uh, you guys still felt separate of Orlando community? Was there still I an mean, Orlando community at the time? Well, we weren't really separate from the Orlando community. Like we, Rilla Hops, we've always trained with anyone who wanted to train with us. Right. So it wasn't that we were like it, we were separate. It was like Zoic at the time, um, and I don't think I can. St- say any of this without having to talk some shit but <laughs> like it's, it's, dude this is the fucking the, hideout like there, there's no way around it like whenever whenever i was around back then i was trying to train how i train trying to learn like the proper ways to do everything and andy just did what andy does and yep i would try to like teach people the right stuff like i was really kind of exiled from the whole zoic group for a while because that was like their they had their gym night with zoic right and every time people would train with me, Andy would be like, yeah, he'd just be like, don't listen to that guy. He doesn't know anything. He's, he's so he'd immediately shoot you down already to other people. Yeah. Before people even met me, before they trained with me, they'd be like, yeah, Andy told us not to listen to you because you don't know anything. That's why. So that was like, like, I didn't really train with people because of that. But that's the vibe for the whole yeah, time. Because everyone, every, like, everyone didn't like me because they were told not to. And then uh, when Gareth started training with me, he was like, yeah, Andy said to, like that you were a dick and to never listen to you. So... Uh, that's why I uh, didn't really train with you, but now I'm training with you, and it's awesome. And, like, slowly more and more people started training with me. So, like, any, anyone's always been able to train with Real Hops, yeah. but at the time, there was such a big divide between, like, our group and anyone in Team Zoic because everyone in Team Zoic idolized Andy. But it and wasn't your guys' fault. No, like, they just – it was, like, I, Andy was, like, the idol of everyone in the Orlando community. Okay. And whatever he said goes because they just looked at him as, like – the like one of the top people in parkour and so when he was like yeah don't listen to those guys uh, like they're stupid they don't know anything oh. then nobody wanted to train with us hey if you're trying to run a community <laughs> don't do that that's yeah. the opposite of what you want to do but every time to time i'd see him in some of your videos though yeah we still trained with him some like right me, it wasn't and, like we hate you but yeah, it was just I mean, like me and andy butt heads a lot yeah but we still would tolerate and train each other train with each other yeah he was and the one then, the crazy bar park yeah and then also gareth and jimmy were on team zoic as well at the same time as Rilla Hops, we but they were training they did team zoic which was they, like andy would get them stunt work sometimes or like jobs and then they started Rilla Hops with me yeah and then uh we were doing Rilla Hops stuff and then they were kind of doing both of it and then okay. andy got kind of mad about that 
Um, which I honestly see coming just now in this story. But here's the thing: yeah. wasn't Zoic more community based, and Real Hops just like a solid team? Yeah, it was, it was Real Hops was just like friends that decided to have a team name. Um, okay. And Zoic was supposed—I mean, Zoic also had their team, but they were that was supposed to be like the community name or whatever. So Team Zoic was like, or Zoic Nation was like the whole community. It was like the Orlando of, Parkour community. Yeah, that was like their—that was going to be like their gym name and all that stuff. Um, and then Team Zoic was like their performance team, which like Gareth and Jimmy were on. Um, yeah. But that's that's how it was. <laughs> so you don't. So what happened? Oh, <laughs> we have a we have a similar story. It's oh, very. Yeah. It's actually right now as I'm talking to you, it's very eerie how some of like there's some similarities between social movement and real hops right now as far yeah. as like story based goes community. Because um, mind you, you know, Orlando and South Florida are four hours apart, so you know that's significant gap to have two different communities and whatnot. But um, so it wasn't actually like. If there was some type of feeling at the time back because mm -hmm. it's not it's not the same now. Yeah. But at back then, if you were to time travel, the feeling of oh, Rilla Hops is like separate from the community, or whatever. It's actually not your guys is doing. Yeah, I mean we've always interesting. Trained, we've always trained with anyone. Like yeah, I mean you see how many people come to Orlando and stay in our house. I stay with you guys. People that I never know any any of the people that show up. Like people just show up in Orlando and they're like, hey, can we train with you guys? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. S stay in our house. I have no clue who you are. And I'm gonna, <laughs> but cool, cause parkour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna touch on the reason, uh, what I think the reason is for that in a moment. <laughs> but at the time, during all this stuff that we've been talking about and these videos, you guys were living separately. Yeah. Cause right now you guys live together. Yeah. Now we you do. guys have your own place, but mm -hmm. at the time you guys were living separately. Yeah. So Gareth was probably with his parents cause he, he was younger than you guys. Yeah. Gareth lived with his parents. Jimmy had his own apartment somehow. Yeah. He lived. Uh, well, he lived. Jimmy. <laughs> He had an apartment, then he lived with his parents, I think, for a little bit, mm -hmm. and then he had an apartment again. So, yeah. uh, and then you had your own place, yeah. And Lorena. Well, I had, uh, yeah, I had an apartment too. And then Lorena. Yeah, Lorena had her own place too. Wow, you guys were all living separate, but you guys made it work though. It was pretty yeah. simple. You guys just say, "Hey, we're training at this spot today. Let's go." Yeah, we would all. I mean, we would all just be like, "Where do you want to train today?" And we'd all just yeah. show up and train. And then obviously. You know, like I know we just spoke on Andy, but I'm gonna touch on it again because he had the crazy ass bar set up in his backyard. Yeah, he did have the bars in his backyard. Any any Orlando video that you guys watch, you'll probably see his bar set up. It's not there anymore because he doesn't live here, but that's his that's his bar setup. Mm -hmm. All different colors. He probably stole them from Russia because you know for some reason random bar sets in Russia are always <laughs> different colors. I asked Eric that by the way at uh, World Chase Tag. Mm -hmm. He we were all sitting and he was right next to me and he was like, "How come nobody's talking?" or whatever. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I was just like. I don't know, man. How about you talk? How about you tell me why Russia always has different color bar sets? And he didn't understand like my like funny tone. He took it super seriously. He was like, "Why does Russia have?" <laughs> like he was like, "Like is this guy actually asking me these questions?" Um, but anyway, um, yeah, he had the crazy different color bar sets. So uh, moving on now, we're like getting into the urban ninja era of mm -hmm. Rilla Hops in Orlando. Uh, at some point, Zoic Nation started to dwindle, right? The, not, not as many yeah, members, yeah, not as many people. And then my guess when that happens to any community is because most of the people that stay to keep training, like you, Gareth, Jimmy, is because those are the people that genuinely train. Yeah. Then there's people who like are in the parkour community at first because they just it's like a trend to follow. It's like, oh, this mm -hmm. is the thing that like my favorite anime does. Like I'm gonna yeah. be a part. I mean, of a lot. Zoic Nation was a lot of like like hobby parkour pe people, like people who just did it for fun. Right. Kind of like rock climbing. Like you go rock climbing. Most people like right. at Agui in Orlando aren't professional rock climbers. They're just climbing for fun. Right. So that's how Zoic Nation was for a lot of college kids. But I, that doesn't. That's not long term stuff. So obviously over time something like that's gonna dwindle. Yeah. And. Here stays Rilla Hop still. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, boom, all of a sudden, uh, Basil's group want to start a gym. And yeah. then Urban Ninja starts. And it's like Florida's first, like, well, I mean, 
big parkour gym because yeah. we had there was Miami Freeing at the time the yeah. old owners mm -hmm. it was a smaller facility and there was other different areas of South Florida but this was like the first like huge like dope parkour setup and that just kind of blew up right there was a huge yeah. grand opening and yeah there was a huge grand opening there were like there were a lot of people in the first gym from the first grand opening yeah was that still part like was that still mainly Orlando community uh the grand opening no i think that was actually people from all over at that everywhere by that time the orlando community was like almost dead really okay I, so now we're like there's a steep drop off in the community yeah there. so was zoic zoic kept getting kicked out of gyms and like have and kept having to move around a bunch i wonder why <laughs> yeah they kept having to move around a bunch and um andy was like trying to get people to fund them gym trying to get investors and then he'd find a place and then he'd go there and then they didn't want them all anymore Wow. And so that kept happening. I think that's probably one of the reasons people stopped attending. Um, but then Andy got the offer that he had from PPK. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what everything or what all happened there, but he got to go to Philly. And he left. Yeah. And so then he Zoic left. Just yeah. And so when he left, there was no more Zoic. So there was nowhere for anyone to go. Um, wow. Well, actually, I think they were, Vasil was talking about opening the gym before he left. Right. And then I think Andy wanted to be a part of it. Um, and Basil yeah. was like, no, I want to keep this with my people. Mm. And then I think that's right around the time Andy got that. And he was like, all right, I'm going to go to Philly then and open a, a different gym. So he left and there was like nobody really left from Zoic. Um, nobody really trained outside anyway because they all trained in the gym. Right. And the, f the few people who did train outside, there were maybe like 20 people at one time that trained outside. But they all like got jobs and grew up started and going got up. old and all that stuff is this is this the urban ninja segment of right just about so like that was probably about like 2015 16 nobody really trained outside it was just like me gareth and jimmy but at the time but and then urban yeah. ninja started around like 2016 i think that's when their gym opened but by that point i would say that rilla hops has inspired others maybe not directly in orlando but has inspired other people in the state or other yeah, uh, other states around the state i think there were people but in orlando there weren't that many people training weird yeah and then when the gym opened like more people started for a little while but you know yeah. they had to switch places a bunch so yeah that's like, a whole different topic yeah the second gym had a lot of people and then like they lost people and it's gone up and down a bunch but the the um the team that basil had would you say that Rilla Hops inspired that? Because he had his own squad. I, th I think they actually they might have had a team before us. I don't even know. Oh, they well, had they had their team Urban Element. Uh, I don't know yeah. when they started, but they it was like Basil, Chris, and Justice. Yeah, and they just trained together all the time. And they're the ones that started yeah. Urban. They Ninja. actually would train around like the same time we did, but we never trained together. Like sometimes we'd go to Lockhaven right. and they'd just be there. Right, and they'd like they'd be training over there, and we'd be training over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> didn't even. Mike, we were over here. Yeah. Did you not know that? Okay, start yeah. a Facebook page. But that no, the Facebook page already existed. But here's the thing, just directing this back to a team. Now we're at this point in time where you guys have been making videos. You guys have blown up with Falling Is Living. You have goals to be an aspiring parkour team. It's all five of you. You're living separately, but you're making it work. Urban Ninja opens up. It's Orlando's first parkour gym. Now that is technically a big opportunity for a parkour team. What did you guys do when that? first happened no when it first when actually we were in europe when it first opened and then we yeah, that's a different thing i was gonna say yeah and we we came back when we came back it had been open and then we we tried to help them like get the grand opening going right we got them to like get some people flown down which you did yeah we had a lot of people come in we got some good athletes flown in um i mean we just we tried to help them out as much as we could with stuff but we weren't like that directly involved with most of the gym stuff but afterwards. we just trained there a bunch yeah we trained there we filmed stuff 
advertised it. And then when they didn't went to the second gym, when they rebuilt the second one, the big ass, the one. big one. Yeah. Then all of us worked there for a little bit and we were just, right. we were just coaching and, uh, there was a bunch of stuff that we were trying to get done, but we never got to like act on any so of it. That's what I was meant. That's what I meant. Like technically that's an opportunity for Rilla hops mm -hmm. and you guys did do something for a while. Yeah. But it didn't it, like long term. It didn't work out. Yeah. And you were back to doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. So we're roughly around 2016, 2017. Now it's, this is quite, you know, a time frame of your guys's content creations. Now, since then till now, you guys have gone through a lot of changes. Mm -hmm. When was for you? Because I feel like you know you're like you're the team leader. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Much. You are. You yeah. are the team leader of Little Hobbs. I mean, for crying out loud, the story starts off with you. Yeah. So. um Anyway, what I was going to say is at what point did you feel, because before this, you guys were actually getting Florida known internationally. Yeah. You were taking trips to London. You went back to Spain. I'm not talking about your personal, like, because mm -hmm. I know that's that trip to Vigo where you first met Foskey and all them. That yeah. is like a very much Caleb story. Yeah. Because that did a lot for you because mm -hmm. I had a similar experience as well. It's very weird. Like I'm going to say another yeah. similarity. Um, the second time you went around though, as like brand name Rilla Hops videos, people were like, oh shit like florida yeah. <laughs> like i know that wasn't intentional you just wanted to go to europe and smash jumps yeah pretty much that's and that's as far as that goes yeah and that's that's just what happened but you guys jumps got smashed <laughs> jumps got smashed and they were recorded and put it on the internet yeah but because of you guys um traveling we're talking uh gareth you mm -hmm. jimmy nikki i think yeah nikki was there lorena lorena was there yeah all you guys are going you guys are responsible for having because we've gone to europe a couple times and they've asked about you guys oh yeah because you guys are like the first exposure of, of like american florida's mm -hmm. i mean floridian sorry uh athletes and uh it's all due to the fact that you were just like now nah, we're gonna go to europe and make a video yeah <laughs> and then you guys made deep breath which was nuts <laughs> yeah somewhere it's somewhere over here yeah i think that was the second time i went that was yeah. not with the whole team but i think that was me and nikki that went that time so what I was going to revert it to, because this is the second location, you know, these are all the video ideas that you came up with, grand opening for Urban Ninja and stuff. So at what point did you feel like things started to change and it was not the same as it was like the five years ago that I saw those videos? Um, well, I mean, the main things that happened were Lorena started getting all kinds of opportunities. So she got show wise, TV show wise. And yeah, stuff, she yeah. got a bunch of stuff. And so she was going around doing like TV shows and then she was in Cirque for a while. And then oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. She did uh, Cirque Volta and then yeah. she was on Exatlon and then she moved away. And like, so she was doing all her own stuff. So we didn't yeah. have her around. Uh, that was the first change of the team dynamic. Yeah. Well, probably the first one might've been me and Nikki breaking up and then she wasn't really training with us anymore. Damn. Um, then Lorena was doing her own stuff and then Gareth and Jimmy we're just having to work a bunch. Yeah. But for a while it was, it was like me and Jimmy were just training every day, even though Jimmy was working all the time, we would just train when he got off work. You guys were doing the Orlando shows. Tony, do you think, Tony, do you yeah. want to put on the kitchen well, this light? Is, this kitchen is before a uh, kitchen light. Yeah. This is before Jimmy got those uh, jobs. He was working at little Caesars and Chili's, I think. No way. Yeah. So he was working little Caesars and Chili's like barely surviving. And he would just come home and I was, I was working at Disney already. Um, so I just, I had all the free time that I needed. You and were working I, at Disney. Yeah. So yeah. I, had, I had a lot of free time. Um, so I would just, whenever Jimmy was off work, we would just, cause we were living together at that point. So we would go train. I think 
Gareth was either working a bunch or he was hurt or something at the time. So he didn't train with us that much. And then once he was healed, he trained with us a lot. Yeah. For a while, it was still pretty good. It was like me, Gareth, and Jimmy just like making all kinds of stuff and like doing all kinds of jumps. But then... Uh, Here? Yeah. I'm at that, I think I'm at that part. That's like probably yeah down here somewhere so like right around here yeah this is like yeah yeah this is like me gareth and jimmy making stuff lorena was here for a little bit too this is while she was going through her changes of like getting these shows and stuff and Mm -hmm. so as a team leader you know like your first video started with those two girls Mm -hmm. and then the first change was the two girls (laughs) yeah did that kind of affect you anywhere you were like not really i'm gonna keep going with what i want to do for me i just wanted to keep training right you just want to keep progressing the team i mean it did make it harder well actually losing lorena made it harder to make videos because she helped make videos a lot yeah she had that glide cam dude but what really made it hard is when like me and gareth and jimmy couldn't train together all the time because then i think it was 2016 probably around like this video Somewhere around here. Um, this asshole unfollowed us, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so they, uh, around that time, me and Gareth, we went to Europe again together. And that was right. Gareth's peak by far. He was so good. And then he. Nuts, dude. Yeah, and then he rolled his ankle right at the end. Like on the simplest thing that you wouldn't have think hurt him, but it hurt him really bad. I'll let him. And I'll let him. Yeah, yeah, it took him out for like a long time. So after that, it was just when we came back, it was just me and Jimmy training. There was no one left besides us. You guys were carrying the real hops name. Yeah. And then I'd say around 2016, like the end of 2016, is when I actually felt like I was getting good. Like before that, I I don't feel like I was ever like that great. You felt like you're meeting your own standards. Yeah. Once I got to like 2016 and 17, that's when I was starting to feel like I was actually operating at my own potential. And then right when that happened is like Gareth was already out. Jimmy hurt his knee. And then after that, it was just like me. It was, <laughs> so just, it was just you. So I was just training by myself. So all that the time. was the biggest change for the team. Then at yeah. that point, that was like the peak of like absolute change for Rilla Hops. Uh huh. Fuck. Yeah. So like once it was just down to me, uh, that's, like that's how it was for a while. And that's, then I started training with Marcia a bunch. So that yeah, that's me that, and Marcia train all the time. That I don't want to get into in in a moment because that's present day for me in terms mm-hmm. of like giving people this chronological timeline of Rilla Hops. Yeah. Um. So over here though. From here down, though, uh, you guys were inspired just as I am with Spain's baggy sweatpants yeah. uh, stuff because you went to you went to you knew that ba- sweatpants was a thing in parkour, but when you went to Vigo and you saw Foski and all those people, mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh no, no, they really do it baggy." And yeah. you came back and you were inspired to do the same thing, and it, I think yeah. it kind of caught on to the other members of Rilla as well. Yeah, a little bit. I saw Lorena and Nikki wear baggy sweatpants because yeah. it was like a thing. Yeah. Now, when did you dis- personally? Because it's something I want to know because I still wear them. When were you were like? Nah, I'm done with the baggies. Um, well, part of it was, you know, I have like really big thighs, really big butt. So I can't oh, move. I, I can't move in clothes. So I wore sweatpants all the time because yeah. I couldn't move in anything else. It was, yeah, it was perfect, right? Yeah, yeah I get you, man. And then uh, when I think it was when like Modus Project started making the stretchy jeans, I think those yeah. were the first ones I got. So I tried those out. And when I tried them out, I was like, man, I can actually move in like normal pants. And the thing is, like, I don't like the way my body looks when I'm moving in, like, normal sweatpants. I feel like I look weird because my legs are, like, so big. Okay. Yeah. But when I wear, like, baggy, baggy pants, it covers up all my body lines. So you can't really so, tell anything. So yeah. I look cool. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I feel that, But man. if it's, like, tight to my body, it also looks good. It, yeah, so it's, it's either one extreme or the other yeah, extreme. Like, I either have to have something really tight to my body or cover my body lines completely. Right. So once I started wearing, like, these stretchy jeans, I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, I can just wear regular jeans and I can move in them. 
And then at the same time, that was also like when I started getting to what I felt like was really good. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll just like I'll make a style this change. Will just be, this will be my phase two of my life. I'll right. Just, I'll wear tight jeans and I'll yeah, do yeah. sick jumps. <laughs> I, I, did you, but did it ever occur to you that the sweatpants also weigh? You were basically training yeah. with resistance. Yeah, probably. Dude, I have the actual two Gup sweatpants. You mm-hmm. know the sweatpants that Gup came out with? Yeah. Uh, Hey. Basically training with ankle weights. <laughs> one of them, the I don't know if you remember when they first released their very first pair. It was like this mossy green one. Yeah. Yeah, I have them still. If you put them on, it's the fucking, you're adding weight. <laughs> it, you know how Rock Lee takes off his ankle weights and yeah. it makes craters? It's like doing that. <laughs> I can train for a while with those gut sweat pe- sweatpants on, take them off and wear shorts, and I'll double my jump. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming that when you took off the extra force and you went to skinny jeans, you were like it jumping does, further probably. It does feel nicer. Like you feel a lot lighter. Yeah. I'll never not wear this. The yeah. Yeah. Though. like it's literally I, I am i'm actually half spaniard well you know that now yeah. i just can't not do it you know yeah. but so from this point on just to give people reference it's basically you now yeah. carrying the weight of the team uh there's marcia so we'll get to her in a second <laughs> but we just went all over all this you know why there's the baby really is going to be safe why the gorilla why the name all this stuff so now it's you carrying the weight and obviously this one is jimmy like coming back for a quick moment yeah that this was, one's ridiculous uh, yeah, that was Gareth made that video. What was that dreams to reality? Yeah, dreams, yeah. Gareth made that. He went out and trained for like, like there were in the last few years. There's been like sporadic times for like a week or two where Gareth and Jimmy will come out or like a weekend where they'll go train and, just, and, and then come back into hibernation. Yeah, pretty much. So that was like one of those times they came out for a couple of weeks and trained. Actually, I think some of those clips from Jimmy were from like way before, and Gareth just had them. Just and he made and an he edit. Was like, yeah, I'm putting this in here now. Um, because of the success you guys had, would you? I don't know if you want to talk about this, and let me know if you don't want to, because <laughs> this is crucial to the Rilla Hop story as well. Uh, because Falling Living was a success, and the, the 100%, 200%, 300% where videos were success, what plans did you guys have to make an on purpose another successful video? Uh, I wanted to make 400%. And then also. Uh, oh yeah, we had Falling as Living too. Also, you guys wanted to make Falling as Living yeah, too. I forgot about that one. Now, if you don't want to talk about these things, you tell no, that's me. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> Hip, all right, so what happened? <laughs> so Falling is Living 2 was awesome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Basically, just so you know, Falling Living 2 was awesome. The The story is awesome, and also the video was going to be awesome. Is Do you want to reveal what it what it is yeah, and what so, it's supposed to be? So Falling is Living 2 was going to be it was gonna be a sick video. Lorena already had, like, the beginning edited and stuff. Right. And it was it was so cool. Was it, like, a storyline? It was more Bales, but it was set to the... Uh, it was the mama. Ooh. No way, really. It was just people like to the bales in slow motion. I bet. Yes. Oh my god, it, it was that so, sounds awesome. It was so good, and then uh, and then it was gonna be like sick bangers after that. And this is like when I was hitting like my where I was getting to my peak level. Right, right. So you're utilizing like, that, and I was hitting some big stuff. So I was uh, that was gonna be fun. So we had like the sick video idea. It was gonna be. Like, Falling is Living was going to be nothing compared to this video. It's like the 2.0 of yeah. it. Yeah, this is going to be better than every video ever, probably, that we had made. And uh, Lorena went to L.A., I think it was. She went to L.A. for a job, and then she lost her hard drive. But what's funny is that she lost a hard drive, but she didn't know it was the hard drive with that on it. So we go, like, I think, I think we went, like, three months later. Oh, no. And then, like, the whole time, she's like, yeah, I lost my hard drive, like, whatever. And then... Fosky comes down, and this was so funny because Fosky couldn't handle it. Is this the first time he came to Orlando? Yeah, so this I, I, is, I think yeah, I think this is the first time he came to Orlando. So this is when I got a flat tire trying to go see him for the first time. Probably. So he's staying with me and Jimmy in Orlando, and uh, Gareth came over and Lorena came over, 
and she's like, oh yeah, let me let me show you like following us living two that we're working on. And she goes to, to do it. And she's she puts in or she's looking for a hard drive, and I think she put in the other one or something, or she just remembered and she just sits there and like we, we look over and she's just like, oh, with like a completely blank face. And Garrett's like, Lorena, what's wrong? And she's like, following us living two was on my hard drive. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, the hard drive I lost in L.A. Falling is Living 2 was on it. She was like, oh, the footage is gone. Oh and then me God. and Gareth, we just started laughing. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> we, were just, we were just laughing. We are like, oh, our best video ever is over. It's, gone. it's never going to come out. This is awesome. Oh. And then Foskey. Foskey couldn't handle it. He was breaking down. And he was like Snapchatting like his friends and stuff. And he was like, these real house guys, they're crazy. Like their their huge project for the years. It just they lost it. And oh look at them. They're just laughing. Oh my! <laughs> and I think Lorena looked like she was about to cry, but me and Gareth were just laughing. I thought she. Gareth told me she did. Yeah, she might have. She yeah, I would. I would have too, honestly. Yeah, me and Gareth were like, yeah, our video's gone. <laughs> what it didn't have? It didn't have like Gareth's most fucked vi- uh, jumps in Tampa. It, it had some of the sickest stuff ever. Yeah. And done in Tampa at USF. He did some bang or bang. I don't think anyone's ever even done the stuff that he did. I, he told me them. I yeah. can't remember them right now exactly, but they're they sound nuts. Yeah, I don't think any. Anyone's even come close to getting the the stuff that he got in that video. <laughs> I'm gonna have him tell. Footage tell. is gone. <laughs> oh my god! Did that did that upset you, or did you were just like, now nah, we'll just do it again? I just thought it was. I, I just laughed. Fuck, dude! I would have punched the wall, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm just different I, that way. Yeah, I mean, probably at one point I would have, but at that point I was just like. I was just living my life, doing my jumps, and right. That's all that so matters. So whenever to you. it happened, I was like, whatever. I don't care. And I'm that's gonna yeah. keep training. And that's what mattered to you. And then, so that was the one big project you want to do. Then, four hundred percent. What happened to that? Uh, four hundred percent. I wanted to make before that, but uh, nobody else was really down to make it at the time. So, like, no one really wanted to do anything. Okay. And then everyone started going, and like, like Lorena went her own. And way. then that's where we, yeah, what we so talked we, about earlier. Yeah, we never got to that really. Okay, so now we are concluding to the. We're concluding the story. We're coming to present day. Um. You bring, you bring back the thing that started it all, which is having a girl on the team. <laughs> Talking about she's she's over there. Marcia's over there. Hello. <laughs> you met her and you were like, what, was she art? Was she already training? What, what was? Yeah, Marcia was, was training. Like she, I met her at the gym. She came to the gym and started training. And she just started, and then and then you were like, oh shit, no, she really wants to do this. Yeah. Well, I I ignored her for a year. <laughs> wow, that is very similar to a, a girl in my. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was like, yo, like, there's a chick that wanted to train. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, you know what she, I mean? Like, no, you she, don't. She came to the gym and started training. And uh, pretty much every guy at the gym wanted to date her. Which right. Is like, and you happened? were ignoring her. Yeah. And that's is, how it works. Caleb the player. <laughs> so that's that's what happens at every gym. And like, yeah. every time a girl comes in, everyone wants to date her. Yeah. So I saw her, I saw her coming in and training. And I was like, every guy's trying to date her. I knew they were all trying to date her. They all talked about her all the time. Yeah. And uh, also, most of the time when girls come in, they they quit after a pretty quick amount of time. Right. So like, I just ignored it. Like anytime a girl ever came in, I was like, I'm not going to talk to her. It's them. not going to last They'll probably be long. gone in like two weeks. Right. So Marcia came in and I didn't talk to her really. I just ignored her for like a year. Dude, that's that's. And yeah. uh, then after a while, I was like, oh, she's still training. She's doing she's doing some jumps. And then uh, then we started talking more. And then and, uh, she started getting good. Yeah, then she started getting really good. And you were like, I'm gonna just yeah, well, add her onto the team. I, well, I eventually got her to like uh, train outside with me. I told her she'd come outside, and she was like, right. yeah, I want to train outside. And after having the core members kind of like you know do their own thing or are being injured because I know Gareth and Jimmy mm-hmm. are, they're very much core members of the team still but they're just you know every now and then come in and out of injuries or yeah. they're just like my body hurts I can't train you uh you've over time kind of like 
in and out included other people of the Orlando community. Like you mm-hmm. had, um, what was his name? Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan kind of in there for a while. You had, yeah. you had people just kind of like be a participating kind mm-hmm. of like that mentality that you had before the very beginning where people can train real hops that they want to. Yeah. You're kind of still incorporating that. Yeah. But I realistically, like what was carrying the rest of the content is you and Marcia. Yeah. And that is like kind of like concluding now the whole history of the team, which is awesome to hear, by the way, because I learned a lot of things that I didn't know about you guys. <laughs> but my next question for you is um, before we end this podcast is what is it that you what is it that you want personally and with the with the team name now currently going forward? Or do you have any plans or ideas that you want to share? Yeah, right now, I'm just doing what I always did. I just am training right. and like I like training hard and I like making videos. So I'm always going to train hard and make new videos. Right. Um, I have videos for myself that I am planning and videos with Marcia that I'm planning. Um, I would like the whole team to be training again. I think Lorena is actually going to be here in a couple weeks. Oh, no so, way. So we might make a video while she's here. Yeah. I don't know who all is going to be in it. Cause she's still considered a, a Rilla hops. It's yeah. not like you guys ban her or anything. She just no. had to go do her own thing. Yeah. So it'll probably be like me, Lorena, Marcia, maybe Gareth and Jimmy, if we can get them out. And you guys get a team video again. Yeah. And then hopefully if Gareth and Jimmy ever heal, we'll have like a full full team making videos again right but like for me i just want to keep doing what you're I doing just, i just want to get good at parkour and make right. videos <laughs> are, are, <laughs> i hear that man are you gonna try to make falling is living two again um uh, or 400 percent? we'll have to well falling is living two. we gotta see if uh lorena can handle it emotionally <laughs> i won't tell Foskey, don't worry <laughs> and uh 400 uh, i don't know it depends if the whole team would ever like get back together yeah like actually train all the time again and usually these videos the clips are literally can be filmed in any spot in Florida. You guys basically go anywhere that mm-hmm. there are good jumps. So that's talking Gainesville, Jacksonville, Tampa, yeah. Orlando, even South Florida now. Yeah. Um, what is your like? What's your thought on us being here now, and yeah, have being people, able to? I like having people to train with. Yeah, because at this <laughs> now at this point, Orlando has it's not it's nothing like how it used to be. Yeah. So that 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 kind of I remember that was like a, a probably a year ago because we met in 2017. Yeah. And I want to tell that story real quick because I think it's hilarious. I don't think you remember it. <laughs> I probably don't. Okay, we were doing uh, the qualifier round for NA, uh, NAPC mm-hmm. at the at the Urban Ninja Gym, and there's this Fat Kong Pre, and uh, this was my first interaction to Caleb, because I know who he was obviously from the Real Hot videos. I looked at the Kong Pre, and I was like, okay, this is jump number twelve. I'm gonna get Caleb's signature for it. So I looked at Caleb. I go, hey Caleb, this is for you, man. And you went like this. You're like, what? <laughs> and he looked at me, I backed up, stuck the shit out of it, and then I made you sign my fucking Kong Free. And I was like, my name's Tyler. How you doing? Thanks, man. And I kept on doing challenges. That was my first interaction with you. But um, I remember, like, at that time and when I got to know you more, your gripe was that, like, nobody was really training outside anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, constantly trying to tell people on Facebook, like, hey, I'm going to be training at Lock Cave, yeah, this and that. Nobody would show up. For years, I put po- because we had the Orlando Parkour group. Right. For years, I posted, like, every day, training at this spot, training at this spot, this time, and yeah. no one ever comes right, yeah. or responds. And that's where you're like, well, screw that. I'm just going to keep training by myself then. Yeah, I, I don't post that much anymore because no one ever comes. But now you got us here, and we're going to be doing yeah. Well, I mean, I'm injured now, well, but I can still come out. No one ever trains in Orlando, but uh, whenever I, like, go to, like, Tampa or Brooksville, like, anytime I go somewhere else, then... People and show. I put in the like the Florida group now, then I have like yeah. you guys to train with and stuff. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I I was gonna ask like because you've been in the community for so long, you've seen changes through communication. Now Instagram is the main thing, and we have everybody yeah. in one chat. What's your thoughts on that? Is that like it's weird? Is it really? Yeah, like uh, for me, we used to post and uh, like well, first we just used to text each other. Right. We had like text group chats, and then we had like Facebook. The Facebook group chat was easy because like hundreds of people could be in there and anyone could see it at any time 
uh, which I still tried to use a bunch, but now people yeah. like Marcia don't use Facebook. People it's, don't. Yeah, that's why the Instagram yeah, thing exists now. Damn Gen Zs not getting on Facebook anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, then everyone started using Instagram, which right. I don't. I don't talk to people on Instagram at all. So having like group chats on Instagram is so weird for it's, me. It's a weird thing for you, but yeah. it it is working. Like we yeah. have we've had people show up and yeah. training and stuff. So I'm sure that's exciting for you. Yeah, finally. <laughs> and I, I can see Jimmy and Gareth liking it as well. Yeah. Well, they just like to talk in there. They do. <laughs> but Gareth, but Jimmy has shown up. Yeah. I will say that's people and under uh, certain circumstances. Under very very certain circumstances. <laughs> very Apparently, specific circumstances. Super like cri- critical. Apparently, he was being nice for le- for <laughs> letting me film him. <laughs> Dick. Uh, I love him. No, he's great. He called me by the wrong name. Anyway, he calls me by the wrong name every time. Every time on purpose. And then Gareth, Gareth is specifically going to train outside just for me. He told me, but now I have a broken scaphoid. So yeah. Um, well, dude, I. Well, he's got to grow his appendix back first, anyway. He told me that. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> grow it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's got to heal from that. He told me already. But you know, eventually. But um, no, I honestly loved hearing all of that because yeah. I don't. Cause I started in 2011 and even mm-hmm. then I started in South Florida, which has its own story, just like how Orlando has its own story. Cause we didn't really tell the story of Orlando. We told the story of you and Rilla hops involved yeah. with Orlando, but I like actually seriously liked hearing about you guys because you were the, you guys were the face of Florida for so many different people in the world mm-hmm. that, you know, it's easy to watch a video and be like, okay, well I guess that's how they are, but <laughs> you just see them. You just see you guys jump yeah. you know, or you just like, you see us jump. You don't know our personality. And so to hear you say that, to get to know you like this is just crazy and I loved hearing it. And anybody that wants to know like Florida history, uh, can, uh, listen to this and anybody that wants to know real hops history can now have this full, pretty <laughs> yeah. much chronological order yeah, pretty much of how it's going down. Um, any type of, I guess you can say, uh, apart from making videos and just doing what you're doing, anything with real hops that you're trying to do for the future, like the name itself. Not really at this point. I'm just, just doing your thing out. yeah just using the the youtube that's already built up to just put videos on and right if it ever becomes something again then it will and if not it'll just be a youtube with a lot of subscribers <laughs> yeah <laughs> watching the jumps yeah. so we'll we'll see if it ever turns into anything then it, it does but well like we mentioned before we'll see what happens when lorena comes down and yeah. hopefully but i'm not like actively pursuing anything with it anymore like i'm not i'm not pursuing being like a professional parkour team like i used to right uh, especially like like it's pretty hard when you're like 30 everyone's every, everyone wants to see like young kids yeah. like even if you're killing it at 30 they're like oh he's 30 there's that's <laughs> the thing though with me i i like that though like i'm like yeah. dude that's great that's even better I, I for mean, me i think it's cool but i think it's fantastic yeah i mean i'm i'm better than i ever was so <laughs> right yeah, that, yeah that's that's where it should yeah that's yeah. that's where it should but be I, anyway. I, just, I don't think there's like much of a future for like an athlete uh in the way that our society views people once you're like your whole team's kind of gone separate ways and you're like fair turn 30 then like you look at what what are people looking to like turn into professional athletes and like who actually has a legit chance of making a living off this type of stuff right they're probably like 18 years old and new so that's who people look to because like oh he's 18 years old he's got so much potential we gotta invest all this money in him invest invest all this money in him because he's gonna grow up and be great no one looks at someone who's 30 and they're like oh he's got so much potential let's sponsor him right 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 (laughs) that's great let's keep going he's still he's still got 70 more years (laughs) it'll count for something i mean i got 470 but yeah Yeah, people don't know that they think i only got like 70 but (laughs) but (laughs) i'm getting younger yeah you you are you are what what is it de-aging yeah i mean once i was 25 i figured out i was getting too old so i started getting younger (laughs) But it takes, it takes just willpower. 
Yeah, just complete Wim Hof. Yeah, you just you just decide. I mean, you just make choices in life. And <laughs> that's uh, it. You you you. The only thing it? is, like, it took people a while to notice. Like the last couple of years, I've been like, man, you've been looking really young. But they didn't believe me when I first told them. <laughs> they they were like, that's impossible. But now they're like, man, you're looking really young. But the thing is, it takes like to 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 go against the flow of the universe. Yeah. To overwill the flow of the universe, <laughs> it takes a lot of energy. So it takes like four years to to like four chronological years to age back like one year. So from 25 to 29, that was four years. So I aged back to like 24 and then now I'm 30 chronologically. So I'm probably like 24 and three quarters by now. What the fuck? Yeah. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like when I, when I first met you a couple of times, I couldn't guess your age. Yeah. I couldn't actually guess your age. I was like, well, how fucking old is he? <laughs> I thought Gareth was way older. Well, usually when people come to the house, they're like, yeah, Gareth's the oldest, then probably Caleb, then Jimmy. But yeah. Actually, actually, I'm the oldest. Gareth is by far the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> by far. And then Jimmy's like one year younger than me. <laughs> what the hell? Well, Caleb, where can the people find you? Uh, Instagram or YouTube. What's the tag names for those? Caleb Uliano. How do you spell that? C-A-L-E-B-I-U-L-I-A-N-O. Or the Rilla Hops one, that's that Instagram right. that no one really looks at anymore. And then we have the uh, the Rilla Hops YouTube that we'll I'll keep putting videos on. As Forever I stay there. Yeah. Maybe we'll help you. Maybe we'll do something where we get to the 400% video. That'd yeah, be sick. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. If you guys want to make Rilla Hops 400%. I'm fucking <laughs> down. I just got to not have a broken wrist we'll anymore. It a, it'll be a Rilla Flow 400%. Or it could be Rilla Flops 400%. Yeah. Rilla flops. Yeah, the combination of Rilla hops and Soflo. <laughs> Rilla, Rilla flops. I love that Rilla flops, dude. We're just training in flip flops and shit. That's the intro. Oh, I love that. Oh man, that's so great. Yeah. All right. Well, now I got to do. We've been chatting for a while, but the thing is, is that that's what happens when you storytell. Yeah. All right, rebels. That's all for today's task. To know when the next one is, check your at rebel updates on Instagram. Spread the word of the hideout to others who you think can join this movement by sharing this any way you can. Show your hosts, well, me, and uh, this is my guest, uh, <laughs> some love by liking, commenting, and rating this. And to show some extra love, write a review. Tony, do you want to yell out your part? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, you got to fucking scream it. I haven't remembered it. I haven't Remember, it's if you guys get, yeah. Talk about something that you have. Uh, all right, I'll be Tony. I'm Tony, and I did a 180 today. I got it. I got it. Wait, don't say that. It's a secret. Oh, I'm Tony, and I didn't do a 180 today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. If you guys get lost along the way, don't hesitate to email us with questions or nudes. Or nudes? Yeah, don't question it. Don't question it. At the hideout at com. Check out com for merch or more. Plus, follow all the profiles here. To stay up to date with whatever the fuck we're doing. We're Rebels of the Cause, signing off. Transmission complete. That is all today, Rebels. Report back to the hideout next week for your new task. Over and out. You thought Barry Lewis was going to be safe?